The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to shorts and tees and bikinis. And for anything I'm trying to update in my wardrobe, I'm not trying to spend a small fortune. Let me tell you about Quince, because I just found a bikini, top and bottom, $50. High quality, $25 for the top, $25 for the bottom. There is a certain Australian shearling slipper that I've been looking for, and I found it for $50 on Quince. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lexi for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lexi to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lexi. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the Alexi podcast, and it is a sunny day here in Los Angeles, California. It's been gorgeous. We've had gorgeous day after gorgeous day after a whole lot of rain, torrential downpours for, I don't know, two weeks on and off, and then two weeks before that, we had a lot of rain, and now it feels like summer. I'm feeling alive again. I'm feeling alive. I'm feeling so alive. <laughs> I'm living my life again. Rain is just like one little, the rain was only one factor. The holiday season is over. And I want to talk about how good I'm feeling, what I'm doing, what I've been doing. I went to the desert last week and that is how I began my week. I'd never been out to Joshua Tree, Yucca Valley before. So much fun. All the things that you expect someone to do in the desert, I probably did. And I had an absolute blast, was in a hot tub, was using an outdoor bowling alley, playing pickleball. I was dancing and grooving and I saw the world's largest boulder, or not the world's largest boulder, God, can't lie about something as important as that. I saw North America's largest boulder, had a ton of good food, a ton of laughs. It was a really, really good trip unexpected completely unexpected then rode back from the desert last wednesday and immediately put on my workout clothes and drove to pilates which has been such a highlight of this chapter of my life it really is something that i'm enjoying then immediately came back showered met some friends for dinner and then went to a friend's show and it was so fun it was so nice then we all Went back to one of my favorite bars in my neighborhood and had drinks after the show. And then went to another bar and had some drinks and laughs. And it was just a bunch of good people. Friends I had known for a little bit of time. Some friends I had never met before. And I'm definitely living the expression, happiness walks on busy feet. I'm living fast-paced. I'm feeling alive. Two episodes ago, I was discussing goal setting and how you have to realize that sometimes the high-functioning version of yourself is going to show up, but sometimes the shit version of yourself is going to show up. And you got to have compassion for the shit version of yourself. And in that particular episode, I had overslept. I was feeling sleepy. I ended up coming to the studio in my pajamas. I mean, yes, I made it, but it was not an effortless endeavor. Whereas today, woke up before my alarm, got dressed, took my time this morning, 
was not actively looking for spaces in traffic that I could squeeze my car in to just get a little bit ahead and get my arrival time to go down a little bit. Nah, none of that. I was just getting to enjoy myself because the high-functioning version of myself has been here lately. And oh, it feels so good. It feels so good. It feels so good to be happy. I feel really happy right now. I am really happy right now. And I have not been happy. And yes, I'm a natural optimist, so I am going to find ways to enjoy myself even when I am miserable. But just because of that doesn't mean I'm not aware that I am a little miserable. The holiday season has come to an end. We've already passed winter solstice, so the days are starting to get longer again, which is really aiding to a lot for me. The darkness is hard. The holiday season stresses me out. I was taking too many flights in a short amount of time. I went to a funeral. A lot of heavy emotions. My body felt like it was falling apart. Is acute sickness when it's constant? What is... I need to do a quick Google search. Acute comes on rapidly and is accompanied by distinct symptoms that require urgent or short-term care. Oh, okay, so that's not correct. What I was trying to say is that I was subtly sick consistently for about two and a half months, it felt like. Maybe it was a month and a half. Time is a flat circle. Who knows? The point is, I was stressed, I was unhappy, trying my best, but treading water. And now I feel light. This current chapter of my life is feeling really exciting. I have a lot of hope. I mean, it's January. Everybody's got a lot of hope in January. We're all pumped. New year, baby. Fresh start. I've been on a roll. So I went to the desert. Then I came back, immediately went to a friend show. Then what did I do the next day? I had myself a me day. Woke up, grabbed my book, walked to the nail salon, got myself a new pedicure. So my feet were looking a little crusty after the desert. <laughs> they were not looking the cutest, okay? Then I got myself a little massage in the neighborhood. I went shopping. I went to this thrift store that I've been dying to go to in my neighborhood and then another classic one that the selection has just been off lately. So had a lot of luck in the first one, not so much luck in the second one. Went grocery shopping because that's another thing. With a little bit of misery, everything is exhausting. You know, the idea of having dinner, I was doing a lot of door dashing, was doing a lot of um, snacks for meals because I couldn't be bothered. Whereas now... You know, when I used to see something in the fridge that I was like, oh my God, I can't be bothered to put this on a pan and have it heat up. Now I'm like, all you got to do is put it on a pan. That's it. Turn on the notch, little oil. Put this on the pan, add some seasonings. Great. So I've been all about cooking. So I got myself some groceries and that was a fabulous solo day, but a solo outing day. And those are some of my favorites. That night, I went out to dinner to one of my favorite restaurants with a new friend and one of my besties. And then we went out dancing after that. None of the people in LA dance. I'll say it. We all know it. But grateful to any opportunity. Then the next day I woke up, got coffee with a friend and a new friend, then got lunch, then went to Pilates. And then on my way back from Pilates, I decided, okay, I'm just going to stop and get some new makeup remover wipes. Because I like to keep those in my car for after classes. Because if I don't wash my face or something after a class, then I'll get little breakouts on my hairline or little back knee or chest knee, whatever. So I was like, let's just run into Target and get some some makeup remover wipes. <laughs> then I walked out to my car and I grabbed my keys out of my purse and I realized, oh my goodness, no keys are in here. How did this happen? Did I lock my keys in the car? There's no way. Yeah, there is a way. 
It's probably about six o'clock at this time. There's two auto body shops across the street. I sprint across four lanes of traffic to get to one of them. And I'm like, hi, see that Honda Accord across the street? Can you help me break into her? I left my keys in the car and this guy's like looking around for the parts. He's like, I don't have the things. I'm so sorry. Run across the street to the next auto body shop. I'm like, hi, see that Honda Accord across the street? Can you help me? He was going to charge me $150, and I was like, I have car insurance. Having car insurance is amazing. I was going to have to spend $150 to get my car broken into when I just got to text on my little app, and someone came right away. He's breaking into my car, and as soon as the door opens, it's like, wee, 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 alarms going off. Then out of my side ear, I hear, oh my god, are you Lexi Lombard? I was like, no fucking way. Like sweaty from this workout class. I've got a giant stack of makeup remover wipes in my hand. I'm like, no. <laughs> I just run up and I give her a hug. I'm like, hi. <laughs> hey. Triple <laughs> uh, <laughs> A guys probably like, what the hell is going on? So that was a quick little detour to my evening, but I'm feeling good. So I go back home and I cook myself a nice meal. I roast some vegetables, meet up with some friends out. Then I go to a party and I dance. I really dance. Oh my God, it felt so good. Then we went back to friends after. I feel like day after day after day, I wasn't even getting into bed till like three, four in the morning, which I'm sure it's going to catch up with me, but it feels so good. I need so much less sleep. And I need to remember this about myself because whenever I am in periods of time where I need a ton of sleep and I'm moving at a snail's pace and my social battery is really, really low, it's okay because there's other times where my body doesn't need as much sleep and my social battery is so high and I have so much energy. Like, I I don't need a coffee. I'm running on the high of life genuinely. Oh, it feels so good. It feels so good. I don't know how long it's going to last, but I'm so grateful for this moment. <laughs> then Saturday, my bestie had an acupuncture appointment and we've both been so curious about it because we're trying to be, you know, our best selves and wellness and whatever. And also, I'm so familiar with Western medicine and not very familiar with Eastern medicine. And I truly believe that there's room for both. And so acupuncture has been something I've always been curious about. So even though I went out till four in the morning or whatever, I was up at eight to go with my friend to her acupuncture appointment. And we are thrilled about it. We are thrilled. And then after that, I was in need of some serious sleep. So knocked out for a few hours, wake up, go to Pilates, then I go to another friend's show, and I boogie, and I dance, and then bop around to a few places. And then yesterday, on Sunday, I've had a really fun week. It feels like summer break. It feels like summer break. Okay, yesterday, woke up, met up with some friends at a juice place. Eh, what would we call Rick's Produce? Smoothie? I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Then we went to the flea, and... After the flea, my friends came back to my house and we cooked tacos. It was so fun. One of my friends is chopping up veggies, making us a salad. I'm cooking chicken on the pan. I got some ground chicken and I'm mixing up, adding all these spices. We've got tortillas in the oven. We're doing the thing. And then we all sit down and we eat this great meal and we watch a movie and just, you know, hang. We just hang. And then a group of friends and I went to Megan last night and then I instantly came home after that knocked out woke up now I'm here 
doesn't that feel like a summer break story? I mean, I've been having nothing but fun. I mean, in between, I also like edited the podcast and I'm working on a YouTube video right now. But that's all fun to me. I love my work. Whenever I'm in a good place, I'm loving everything. You know, a few weeks ago, anything felt like a chore. Waking up felt like a chore. Brushing my teeth felt like a chore. Hanging out with friends felt like a chore. All I wanted to do was lay in bed and watch TV. And I haven't watched more than maybe... I mean, we put on a stupid movie yesterday, but I was, that was a social thing, and then I went to the movies, but the TV has not been on, I haven't been on TikTok, I've hardly really been scrolling on Instagram, the only time I'm on Instagram is to post on my story, I've, I don't even know if I've really scrolled on TikTok this week, I feel like I probably spent 10 minutes on TikTok this week, I didn't watch any episodes of TV, I will say I'm not even reading right now, because I've just been living my life, the only time I read was when I got my pedicure, which highly recommend. That's one of my favorite times to read. If, if you're looking for a time in your life to read, if you're going to treat yourself to a pedicure, bring your book with you. Ooh, and it's still sunny today. It's feeling so good. I posted on my story yesterday asking for questions. I was like, give me your silly, fun, light-hearted questions because that's the space that I'm in. We can answer hard-hitting ones later. But for now, give me some sweet ones. Because there are so many times in my life that I'm ready to talk about more intense, darker, heavier things. But right now, it's not what I'm feeling. I'm feeling just immense gratitude. I feel like sunshine is seeping out of my body right now. It feels so good. <laughs> Holy shit. I know I'm also in California, but it was horrible weather in California. If you have any desire to take a trip to California, now would be a great time because... It's a vibe here right now. My social life is booming. My social battery is the highest it's been in so long. I could not even tell you the amount of people that I interacted with this week. Whereas before, last few months, the last few months, the only people I was really interacting with besides my family was my inner circle, you know, or people related with work. Anything beyond that, I was like, I simply don't have the capacity. And I was in need of so much support. Right now, I just, I'm supporting myself emotionally because things are light right now. Ugh, I can't harp on this enough. I, see, I love to harp on some goodness. I do not like to harp on on the misery, even though I'm fully aware of when it's present. But it's like, why am I going to make myself more miserable? That's not why I'm here. It's not what I want to do while I'm here. That's a fun little life update. I just think that there's so many contributing factors. The weather is better. I'm not watching TV or scrolling on TikTok. I'm going out. I'm also working out. So my physical mobility has increased, which does make the day better when your body feels good and physically active. I'm sleeping better. Like the quality of my sleep has improved. I'm not sleeping for as many hours, but I'm feeling very well rested when I wake up. I'm not stressed out. I feel good. Also, I'm back on YouTube. I'm loving YouTube right now. I was not loving YouTube. I'm also loving sharing on social media. I talked about privacy and moving in silence, and I did so happen to be at like a little bit more of a low, but there were definitely some high points within the past few months. I don't, it wasn't like a complete dark cloud. It was just storm after storm after storm, but there were a few sunny days in between metaphorically speaking, but also kind of literally. And I was talking about privacy. Sometimes I just don't want to 
I don't want to share. I don't feel like sharing. I want the only people who get to hear the fun moments of my life are the people who are I'm talking to in person. Now, it just feels casual. I've said this before. There's just certain points in my life, certain chapters that I don't feel like sharing for no real reason. Sometimes it could be more obvious, like, oh, I'm going through something hard. I don't want to advertise that. But it also is just there's something fun about a little mystery. Here I'm just doing so much, and it feels so casual. I'm just taking photos because I'm living my life, and I'm loving my life. Sometimes it feels casual, like I'm living my life. I don't think to pull out my phone. And sometimes it's just it's not that deep. <laughs> the point is I'm really active on Instagram and YouTube right now, and it just feels right. It just feels right. Sometimes it feels wrong, and when it feels wrong, I... I take a step away. Right now it feels right. It doesn't feel like it's um it's not requiring any effort on my part. It feels really exciting. It feels really light. It's not that deep, but it's something I'm taking note of. So I'm back on YouTube. I'm out moving around. The weather is good. The days are getting longer. Lots of factors. And it feels like my body, my mind, we're all working as a team right now. My inner child, my inner parent, everybody's working together. The team of me is winning. Feels good. Um, so I want to see what you guys are up to. Let's take a look. But first, a word from today's sponsor. Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. I was so lucky as a kid. I never had seasonal allergies it was not something I dealt with and then something switched in my mid-20s and I started developing seasonal allergies and my allergies throw off my whole morning so let me tell you about Astapro it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray I think it's important to mention that Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray it starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays can take hours Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion runny and itchy noses and sneezing I only recently learned about Astapro. I wish I knew about it sooner. If you're interested, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O-allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Let's talk wellness, ladies. I know some of you love yourself a new wellness brand something to hop on and let me tell you about fleur marche they deliver simple quality and affordable wellness solutions founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers hustlers and activists on the front lines of change their mission is to help you feel 100 every single day with fun and easy to understand plant-powered wellness products their plant-based wellness patches deliver ingredients topically these ingredients are then absorbed into the skin and into the bloodstream. You just stick it right on your skin. They're vegan, cruelty-free, latex-free, tested for pesticides, herbicides, and other contaminants before and after production. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get a special discount just for the Alexi listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with promo code LEXI at checkout. Orders over $50 get free shipping. Go to F-L-E-U-R-E. M-A-R-C-H-E dot com and use code Lexi for 20% off your first order. You know the week before your period? I would argue that it's worse than your actual period. I feel like I want to crawl out of my skin. I have crazy cravings. I feel down. I feel like my head's going to explode. 
and I think I hate myself and everything around me and I'm on the verge of a menti B and I do not know why. Then I start bleeding and I'm like, ah, got it, for sure. Now it's easier than ever to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth is the company that created Hormone Harmony as well as estro control and is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means only using science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, at checkout. That's happymammoth, H-A-P-P-Y, M-A-M-M-O-T-H.com. And use the code Lexi for 15% off today. This first one's from the one and only Emily June. I stopped saying usernames when answering, um, when asking questions, huh? That's okay. It's because I got one review on the podcast app that someone's like, she said my username when I wanted it to be anonymous. I just never want to hurt your feelings. You know, I want you to listen out of enjoyment. I don't want a listener to be like, what the fuck? What'd you do that for? I don't want anyone to be upset with me. This is for fun. My bestie asked, favorite ways to find small pockets of joy during a workday? It's all in the details. It's all in the details to find ways to enjoy the workday, like wearing your favorite outfit, even just wearing your favorite bra and underwear. You know, random Tuesday, you're wearing a matching set. Feels good. Similarly, doing your hair, putting on a little bit of makeup, when it's not necessarily required. It's never required, but you know what I mean. You know, you're not doing anything particular. You don't even have plans to maybe even leave the house, but it's like, yeah, I'm going to get myself a blowout because what a pep in my step that's going to add. I love a lunchtime workout. I love taking a workout class in the middle of the day where I do a little bit in the morning, take my workout, shower, work a little bit more, and then get dinner with friends after. Or similarly, like a lunchtime FaceTime calling a friend, chatting with someone. Sometimes the only highlights of a long workday are me going on the New York Times app and doing the daily crossword and Wordle and spelling bee. (laughs) I am a slut for the New York Times mini. Also, spelling bee is not as popular, but it's another game on the app. And whenever I get genius level, I mean nothing, nothing boosts my ego more than the New York Times app calling me a genius. So sometimes that's a way that I find joy in the middle of my day. Also, don't underestimate the power of a walk around the block. And Emily, you know this just as well as me. It doesn't need to be a long walk. It's not like, oh, take yourself on a nice one, two mile walk. No, take yourself on a literal five minute walk around the block and you're going to find a cute little flower. Maybe you'll take a photo. Maybe you'll put it on your IG story. Maybe. I don't know. Even in the rain. Like, getting an umbrella and walking outside, fresh air, I never regret going outside. I never regret going outside. This is an interesting question for this particular time in my life. Do you prefer a small group of really close friends or a larger group of regular friends? I think it's absolutely essential for everyone to have a small group of really close friends or, like, your own personal inner circle. My inner circle is not necessarily all inner circle with each other. And it's great when there is overlap in that, where some of my inner circle friends are inner circle friends with other inner circle friends. I don't think I need to over-explain that, which I definitely did. But having larger groups of just regular friends is also so much fun. For example, in this 
last chapter of my life, I needed my inner circle to rely on because I'm not trying to give new friends intimate details over horrible things that are going on in my life. A, it's too nuanced, too much context. And I need my I need my historians, I need the people who have been with me for years and years who understand the nuances of whatever I'm going through to rely on for support in these situations. And the people who really care about me, the people who are my emergency contacts, my inner circle, I could interchangeably put them as emergency contacts for anything, and I know that they would have my back. Now, when it comes to lighter chapters in my life where I feel like dancing, I feel like going to the movies, I feel like getting some coffee and then going on a walk to Erewhon or shopping at the flea, that's not requiring very much brain power. That's not requiring immense support. I'm just there for enjoyment, and it's so nice to do things for fun with other people who are just doing them for fun and it doesn't need to be any deeper than that. So there's absolutely room and a desire in my life for both. I'm also such a little social butterfly. I love meeting new people. I love talking to strangers. I love any chance to make a new friend. But at the end of the day, I know who my best friends are and I think there's a nice distinction to have for both. To be open to the idea of being close with someone new, but also to be open to the idea of just enjoying a couple moments with someone new. It doesn't need to be incredibly profound. It can just be a happy little time. Next. Do I really need these dark green leather tabbies? Here's the thing about tabbies. They are a trendy piece. Definitely, they've already reached their peak. So they're on their way out to obsolete sooner rather than later. Now, if these are align with your personal style, you're like, yeah, no, I know that I'm going to wear these. I know that these are going to become a staple in my wardrobe. Absolutely get them. Trend or not, get them. But if you're like, oh, this is a trend that I really liked and I, I never really got on it and who knows if I'm going to wear them, but I just want them to be in my collection. That's just kind of an expensive purchase. I told you I went shopping this week and in one of the stores they had an off-brand pair of cream ballet flat tabbies and they were selling them for a hundred dollars i was like these aren't even margella nah i don't want these but i did i was gonna buy the knock-on version because i just didn't know how much of a staple in my wardrobe they would be because they are such a trend piece that's kind of why i was interested in buying the knockoff um because they were such a trend piece and it would give me a chance to try out how much i would incorporate them into my wardrobe so ask yourself these questions and then make a decision. But I'm kind of leaning no. I never want anyone to spend a lot of money on something that they're not going to absolutely love. But if you're obsessed, if you think about them all the time, hell yeah. When it comes to shopping, this is, I don't know if it's an age-old saying, but it's, you know, common enough. If it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And I do that all the time when I'm shopping. When I was trying on a ton of clothes at the same store that I found these knockoff tabbies, there were a few things that I was like, yeah, I like this. Like, I, I like it. Fits well. But then there were other things I tried on that I thought, holy shit, I love this. I love this. These are amazing. These shoes are amazing. This dress fits like a glove. And so when I was narrowing down the pile of things that I was going to purchase, I had my love pile and then I had my like pile. We are only leaving here with the things that we love. So I didn't get anything from the like pile. And I only left with the hell yeahs. 
and I don't regret spending my money because I'm so excited about all those pieces. Whereas if I had left with the likes and I ended up not wearing them, I would have maybe been like, eh, could have left without that purchase. What are your current favorite songs, movies, and shows? Okay, the friends that I went to the desert with, we were only listening to like 60s, 70s, 80s music. So some of my favorites have been Secondhand News, Fleetwood Mac, Baby I Love Your Way, Big Mountain, I'm in a Hurry, Alabama, Crimson and Clover, I honestly like the Shaq's version more, but Tommy James and the Shondles, Take Me Home Country Roads, and Jack and Diane, It Ain't Over Till It's Over, Lenny Kravitz. That's the style of music I've been really into this past week, and it just makes me feel like I'm living in a postcard in the best way. I forget, one of them said that while we were on the trip, like, every moment just feels like we're living in a postcard, and it did, and that's that's what my life has felt like, where at any moment, someone could just take a photo and then add whatever town that I'm in across the photo, and you could send a letter on the back, because every moment has just been so nice and so lovely lately. I'm so honored. I'm so honored, because I've had a lot of, I feel like my life has just been so heavy for the past couple years, and I'm trying, you know? I, I'm never going to let myself drown. I will tread water for the rest of my life if I have to, but it feels so good for life to just give you a float for a second. You know, give you a really comfortable float. Like, I'm not just floating. Maybe a yacht came. Maybe a yacht entered the water. It feels really good. I don't know. I'm, I'm on a high right now. Current favorite movies, shows. I was watching The O.C., but I didn't like it. Also, I have a lot of trouble with TV. TV is really depressing to me. Um, in the sense that watching too much TV because I don't have very much self-control with it, I'll just keep watching for hours and hours. And that leads, that ends up making me feel depressed, even if the show is like super happy and lovely. But I mean, one of my favorite shows, The White Lotus. I really loved it. Loved season one. Really enjoyed season two. Then for movies, let's see, the recent movies that I watched, I watched Almost Famous for the first time since like 2019, which I think I've said this before, but when I was living with my friend John, he had a VCR TV, and one of the only movies he had was Almost Famous, so I just had that thing playing Almost Famous for like, I don't know, a week and a half. I can't remember. The memory tricks me. I'm like, was it three days in a row? Was it a week and a half? Or was it three weeks in a row? Either way, it was a notable moment in our lives where I'm sure John's like, oh yeah, that time that Lexi was watching Almost Famous on repeat. Even during the day, I would just have it on mute and have the images going. So anyway, watch that. Also watch Royal Tenenbaums, which I like to watch that every year in the winter. I love watching Wes Anderson movies in the winter. Um, Also watch Back to the Future and The Big Lebowski. Those were all movies that we watched take a shot every time I say this, in the desert. But all those, all those I'd recommend. But definitely listen to some of these songs. Like, Sunny Day, Driving in the Car, Baby, I Love Your Way, Big Mountain, Come On, Put That On. Okay, book recommendations. I haven't finished it yet, but right now I'm reading Bad Cree by Jessica Johns, and it's, I, I think it's a, considered a horror book, but it's subtle because it's a lot of superstition and a lot based on less concrete scary things but more I don't want to say witchy because it feels incorrect but anyway the main character is living in Vancouver and is originally from a Native American reservation and all of the family has some sort of kind of ability where they can stop themselves from dreaming or um, one can see the future in her dreams and our main character 
like wakes up with a dead crow in her hands and she believes that the crows are following her. She's trying to figure out what's going on. Like, why are the crows staring at me wherever I go? I'm still at the part in the book where she's trying to figure out what is happening and why it's happening. I got the book two weeks ago and I'm not even halfway through it. So I'm reading it pretty slowly. I'm reading it pretty passively. As I said, reading has not been a priority at this time. But if you're looking for book recommendations, I did just post two book videos on YouTube. Actually, three out of my last five videos are book related. So go onto my YouTube channel and you'll definitely find some things. New hobbies to try that aren't too expensive. Explore an artist or an album that you never have. I'm telling you, it changes the vibe. This is how I often listen to music. I'm rarely listening song by song. Normally I find an album and I just jam out to it over and over and over again and it solidifies that point in my life. You don't have to do that. Um, but a new artist to you, you know? Like maybe you've never really given the Beatles a listen. There's a ton of content to listen to if you've never listened to the Beatles. Look through their discography and play a bunch of the songs and, and jam out. Cost nothing. Another new hobby. Find a new place to walk. When I first moved here, I was walking around the Silver Lake Reservoir a lot. And there was a period of time where I was walking around Echo Park a lot. It's nice to just find a new area outside to spend your time. During the summer, I was going to Malibu once a week. That doesn't cost too much. Just a new area to spend time outside, whether it's reading a book, going on a walk, listening to music or a podcast, bringing a picnic blanket and meeting up with some friends there. Another hobby watching movies you've never watched before. There are so many classics that I have yet to watch, and that's something that I that doesn't depress me. Movies don't depress me. I love that I'll put my full focus, because I'm watching TV, I'm watching it, as I said, for like hours. So I'm watching it with my phone while I'm doing the crossword, while I'm texting people, while I'm scrolling on TikTok. Whereas a movie, I'm committing to the two and a half hours or whatever. Some music you've never explored, some movies you've never watched, an area or a neighborhood you've never really been to. What do you find most healing to your inner child? Similarly, I think it has to do with hobbies a lot of times. Doing things that I love to do as a child, like journaling and putting stickers in my journal or scrapbooking or playing sports, running around outside, swimming, making jewelry, going to the movies with friends, just these more wholesome activities that brought me joy prior to aging into adulthood of partying and drinking and whatever, which has its time and place as well. But making sure that I'm also spending my time doing the things I love, like doing a new hairstyle. I mean, this is such a large question and there are so many ways that you could go answering this, but I do think there's something to be said about thinking of your best day, your favorite things to do as a kid, and doing those as an adult. Someone asked for tips on how to deal with a crush at work. There's been a lot of mixed signals. Okay. Crush at work is a risky scenario because if it doesn't seem like it's going to last long, it could be a bad idea, unless you don't imagine staying at this job for a long time, but you do something with this crush of yours, things go south, then you have to awkwardly see them all the time. No simply not worth it. Personally, if I were you and I had a crush on someone at work, I would keep it flirty forever. I would just build the tension and then outsource 
for other crushes. Like I would date people outside of work, you know? I would find someone to go out with that I liked because we always have many people that we can like. You can have multiple crushes at one time, Um, kind of. I'm also such a monogamous person simultaneously. Anyway, uh, but like I would... I would try to take that energy and then, like, exercise it, if you know what I'm saying, with someone outside of work. Next question, also revolving around dating. How to date a guy if I'm scared of physical touch? Oh, I love physical touch. Um. Are you looking for a new and healthier way to unwind? Let me tell you about recess mood. It's infused with functional ingredients. It's not just a sparkling water. It has mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens so you can relax without the alcohol or the hangover. It comes in four delicious flavors, strawberry rose, tropical bliss, blood orange, and raspberry lemon. I think raspberry lemon's my favorite. I do like strawberry rose a lot as well. I love a fun beverage. It's nice to crack one open, pour it over ice, to unwind at home, chill on the couch, treat yourself to a night in. It's a great replacement for alcohol. It's also a way to stay balanced while on the go when you're running errands. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. So head to takearecess.com slash Lexi and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Like, definitely my number one, if not my number two love language. Um, if you're scared, I don't know, challenge yourself a little bit. Just like touch the hand, brush of the hand, brush of the shoulder. You know, if you're near them, you just need to pass by, like, just have your shoulder rub against theirs, you know? It doesn't need to be intense. And take your time, you know? Don't do anything that you're not comfortable with. But I do think it's important in this world to get more comfortable with physical touch. I do believe physical touch is very important, but if it's something you're scared of, baby steps. You know, there's no need to rush. Please move at your own speed. But it's something that's exciting and you should aim to get over this fear. Can I talk about female friendships? I love my female friends. Oh, female, I love females. I love women. I love women. I love men. Can I talk about my female friendships? I'm like, where do you, where do I begin? What do I say? What do you want to know? Maybe let's elaborate on this in a future episode, but I, I, I don't know where to go with this one, but I'm down to talk about it. Were you ever a fangirl when you were younger? If so, which fandom was it? No, I was never a fangirl. I was a fan of NSYNC when I was three and four years old. I mean, and beyond, but like, I remember being three years old, loving Justin Timberlake, loving him, but I never followed a fandom. Um, I wrote a fan letter to Dylan and Cole Sprouse when I was in fifth grade, but really was never a fangirl. And then once I got to like middle school and high school, I think in middle school is when I really wanted to reject anything really popular. I actively didn't watch High School Musical for a long time, and I actively didn't listen to Justin Bieber, and I actively didn't listen to the Jonas Brothers because I wanted to be different, which is so pick-me, so pick-me. I don't even know what I was listening to instead, but um, I was very anti-fangirl, very anti-pop culture, and then I started hanging out with friends and dating someone who also just wasn't into pop culture, And I didn't start becoming a fan of people and fans of pop culture until adulthood, honestly. I listen to way more pop now than I ever have in my life. But no, was almost anti-fangirl, dare I say. This is a fun question. What are the cities on your weather app? 
I've got my location, so Los Angeles. Then I have New York, which is where I used to live. Then I have Warrington, Virginia, which is where I'm from. Then I have Augusta, Georgia. I have family there. Then I have Joshua Tree, where I just was. And then normally I have Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, which is also where I have family. What zodiac signs do you vibe with the most? I really vibe with Aquarius, Capricorn, Cancer, and Gemini. I also really like a Taurus. I feel like those are the signs that oftentimes, like generally speaking, obviously I have very close best friends that aren't those signs, but even just when I'm meeting casual people out and I, you know, we talk about our signs, I feel like I'm always hearing like Capricorn, Cancer, Aquarius, Gemini. How to flirt. You be a little silly. You gotta act a little dumb. Or just like say something a little sassy, you know? You just gotta you just gotta accentuate. A lot of eye contact, a lot of smiling. It's all silly. It's not too serious, you know? Flirting can be you can take a sassy approach to it, you can take a really childlike, playful approach to it. It doesn't necessarily need to be like super sexy. Like it can be very playful. And you can flirt with anyone. And if you don't know how to flirt or it's not in your nature to flirt with someone, like the hardest people to flirt with are people that you're actually attracted to, you know? It's easy to flirt, or maybe I'm projecting, but I feel like a lot of people feel that way. I can flirt with anyone except for the person I'm interested. Like the person that I'm interested, if I'm in a room, the only person not getting flirted with is my crush. I'm talking to everyone. My crush in the room is the person that I haven't made any eye contact with or haven't acknowledged. That's something I gotta get over. You know, you can flirt with the cashier, flirt with the banker. (laughs) When have I been to the bank recently? I don't know. Came to my head. Um, Flirt with your friends. You know, flirting doesn't necessarily need to be, like, sexual. You know? It's just a playful demeanor, truly. Do your model friends ever eat? Fuck off. (laughs) Yeah, they eat. Favorite activity to do independently, without a doubt, shopping. I love to shop by myself. I love to go to the flea with people and just peek through things. I don't think I'd really want to go to the flea by myself, but I love going shopping. I love going. I love going to the mall. I love going to the thrift store. I love going to boutiques by myself because I like to shop at my own pace. And if I'm in the store and I see nothing that I want, I want to be able to leave and go to the next one. And if I see a ton of things I want, I want to be able to do round after round in the dressing room. Round after round. (laughs) That's literally what I did this week. I was the only customer in this one store. And so me and the employee were just like really getting along. And I was going through each rack and I would take my favorites from that rack and go into the only dressing room they had in the store, try on the clothes, keep the yeses, put the no on the rack outside. And we were just doing it over and over and over again it was a great little system that we had going i don't know she'd be like oh my god do you know about this brand they're from blah 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 anyway very fun favorite activity to do by myself jansport ll bean backpack great question ll bean favorite letter of the alphabet and why oh my god that's so interesting i think x (laughs) oh my god because number you know i love the number eight i also kind of love the number four but favorite letter of the alphabet, K is a great letter. X is because I have it in my name and I have it tattooed on me. 
I used to think that the letter X belonged to me. Talk about some real only child things. Thinking that A, my birthday was a holiday. Oof, true story. For like years. So I was like, everyone I know celebrates it. Must be a holiday. It's a holiday to me. Um, and I also thought I owned the letter X. Thought that was one that one that only I had. So, oof. Self-centered child, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. X is good, but K is good too. I'm going to start asking people that. I'm curious. Dating in LA versus New York. I don't mind dating in LA. I kind of like dating in LA. A lot of hangouts in LA are bigger. There's a greater chance of hanging out with inner and outer circle, whereas there's physically not as much space in New York. So these big hangouts aren't happening as frequently in my personal experience. And in New York, I'd never met anyone that was really looking for a commitment. Everyone is there. Most of the people I was spending my time with were there for them and, you know, down to hook up, but not down to have a life partner necessarily. And in Los Angeles, I do see a lot more of the commitment and we hang out at houses a lot more. Just feels more comfortable, more intimate. I like the dating experience more in LA. What's my coffee order? I picked up a Starbucks habit. Started over the summer. I still go. I get cold brew with cold foam. I get it, I don't know, like five days a week. It's so stupid and I can't stop. Would I ever create my own company? I would go in on a company with someone else. I'm not not saying I would never create my own company, but what I've had in the back of my head for quite a long time is I'm always subtly walking through this world hoping that I meet someone I could go into business with, whether it's a friend, someone I meet through work, even like a guy that I'm into that I'm like, wait a second, I think we could really build something together and I'm not talking about a family. I would love to find a business partner and then make a company. I always do everything alone. All my work stuff has always been solo. It just feels too on the nose for me to have my own company by myself. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just not something I desire at the moment. What's the song that you sang in the car most recently? Most recently? It ain't over till it's over, Lenny Kravitz. Lunch is such a hard meal to eat. Do you eat lunch? Go to lunch. Lately, I've been eating lunch and I really like it. I made tacos for lunch. Um, Also, I made this really good pasta and just been having that. I just keep the pot in the fridge and then I heat up what I need. Um, Also, soup. Like today for lunch, I have lentil soup that I'm going to eat. Yeah, I think lunch is important. Eat more lunch. What is your wildest career dream? I mean, the Met Gala. Do you ever shoot your shot with men in public? If so, how do you personally go about it? I'll talk to men that I'm interested in public. Definitely. Like, hey, no, I'm not. (laughs) I was like, have I? No. Then like, we should get coffee this week. We should get drinks. I, I just will flirt in a group setting and and then maybe I'll exchange numbers or like do an Instagram exchange and then hope that they ask me out. Body skincare routine. Love this question because I have real answer. Okay. You got to get exfoliation gloves. Get them on Amazon. Get them at CVS, whatever drugstore you go to. They're like gl- little cheap gloves that 
you put on your hands in the shower and then you pump your shower gel into it, rub it around and then wash your body and that's how I exfoliate. And then I shave if I'm not waxing, depends on the area. And then I have this amazing new body butter that I got from Necessaire. Holy shit, it's my favorite Necessaire product that I've ever tried. My legs feel so soft. They feel so soft. I normally use CeraVe, but just recently I started with this Necessaire and it's so good. And then I get waxes about once a month. Wax my armpits, wax my bikini area. I used to wax my legs, now I'm just back to shaving. I do have a dry brush and I do have a body gua sha. I don't use those regularly though. And then in terms of my face, I use the new face pretty regularly. I also have an ice roller. I don't think the ice roller does anything except for soothe me. Oh my god, which side habit. If you have any sort of like fixation, um, like you need to be like multitasking, like chewing while you're reading your email or something or like tapping your foot. Sometimes I'll roll my face while I check my email. What is that? Is that an ADHD thing? Where you're like, you need to do something with the other energy so you can focus. Like sometimes I'm a better listener if I'm walking instead of just sitting staring. A little tangent for body skincare routine, but yeah, the exfoliation gloves, the body butter, shaving waxing. What's my comfort meal? What's my comfort meal? <laughs> this is some California shit right here. An acai bowl from Backyard Bowls. Oh my god. Acai bowl is like my new hangover food. There are times where if I can't be bothered to cook, I'll go have an acai bowl for dinner. I get the power bowl at Backyard Bowls. But I like a lot of their bowls. I like the Santa Barbara bowl. I like the green bowl. I like the berry bowl. They're all good. Lately, my comfort meal has been this pasta where you heat a pan with some olive oil and you throw in some minced garlic and some chopped onion and a chopped carrot and you stir that all around and heat it until the onions get yellow and then you add in ground chicken and you heat that until the chicken is no longer pink and then I add in, you can make your own sauce but just Rayo's, I like the Arbiata, pour that in maybe a tablespoon of sugar or some honey to add a little sweetness to it add some red pepper flakes, some pepper, some basil, and cook pasta. My favorite to have with it is bucatini. And then mix it all together, and I just keep that in the fridge, and it's really comforting. So you should try it out. Oh my god, I could really chat forever. I'm in such a good mood. I hope I ride this wave. Thanks so much for listening. Check out my YouTube channel. I'll talk to you guys very, 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 very soon. And by very, 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 very soon, I mean next week. But I'm on the internet in the meantime. So enjoy your week. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And talk to you soon. XOXO. Lexi. Mm-hmm.